All right, welcome back to episode 23, man. We are just rocking and rolling, man. Keep busting that shit out. Exactly, dude. Uh, we were just saying, yeah, first ever uh, double header for the podcast. Also, clever use of double header, if I do say so myself, because of our baseball theme. Yeah. Base- what, what baseball theme? Well, because <laughs> of knuckleball. <laughs> Oh, I forgot God about damn that. It. That is a that is a baseball reference. Man, what are you talking about, baseball? <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, right. Woo! Swing and a miss. This all a, right, all right. Episode twenty three is off to a real grand slam. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. All right. Well, uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, hope you like that Stranger Things episode because guess what? You got another one. So, <laughs> oh yeah. All right, we're not hopping into it right away though. We're still still warm everybody up, get the juices flowing as they say. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. uh Shaq couldn't make it again. Uh you know, I th- I think I kind of hurt his feelings. Yeah, he was kind of pissed. He was down to do another episode cuz you know what, man? I I forgot to mention this on the last pa- last podcast though, but man, he reached out. He was he's been a long-time day one fan. He uh, you know, he's the one that reached out to us he was like hey mitch i love your y'all's podcast i would oh, love shit. to get on it sometime if you let me and he yeah that was like you know about a year or so ago and i was like yeah maybe we can squeeze you in at some point shack and then we finally made it happen and then you come on and just screw everything up man yeah kind of fucking right i didn't i didn't know all that i didn't know like shack was an a1 since day one i would have oh yeah he's an a1 like... since day one man yeah he man he's written me more times than garrett has he's actually paid me millions like, <laughs> dude he's giving me like, so he's... much money <laughs> oh yeah right like he's uh he's the only supporter on our patreon right now <laughs> all right well, but uh, i guess i know no no you screwed everything up but it's fine like we lost our sponsorship through shack so whatever all right well this is life, I guess. You, you, there'll be another Shaq. There'll be another O'Neal out there <laughs> who will help us. Yeah, I, I right. hope you're right, man. I hope you're right. Because right now we are back to square one with this thing. <laughs> it's just fucking All right. back to the <laughs> All right. So let's start off with a little bit of a lightning round. Uh-oh. All right. I have some uh, lightning round questions for you. Actually, for both of us. We decided um, to kind of, uh, you know, instead of asking each other each three questions, let's just pick three questions for us both to answer um, to kind of like, you know, get it warmed up and uh, also we can just kind of be on the same page. Um, All right, question number one. Fuck, Mary kill. Gin, vodka, or tequila? I would kill... That eight percent from <laughs> the last episode is feeling. Uh, I would kill. It's gonna be a good episode because I don't fuck with it, man. I don't do it. Yeah, hmm. it is interesting that everything because you said you said gin, vodka, yeah. tequila. So these uh-huh. are all traditionally clear uh, liquors. Right, right. Which it, really in the in the in the. Uh, grand scheme of things i'm i am more of a dark liquor guy me too me too that's kind of why i thought this would be an interesting one because actually you know if you were to ask me straight up like gin vodka and tequila i'm not a big fan of any of them right and you're not yeah i've had to work pretty hard to get you to tolerate any of those right Um, yeah so i would kill tequila because i can't do it 
Okay. Um, I would probably fuck with vodka because I I fuck with vodka every now and then, but it's definitely <laughs> not my jam. I would pro- I would have to probably marry gin just because I love gin and tonics. I love martinis with gin. Um, there is something about gin I like, but it is definitely not a liquor you can drink straight. Like you can't really take gin oh, yeah. and just p- pour it on ice. Like maybe some right. people do. I I yeah, that's a hard way to enjoy gin. That's not a good yeah. intro into it, but a good gin right. and tonic, that is a, you know, that's a lovely thing on a hot day. Yeah. Well, man, that's where I disagree because I don't fuck with gin at all. That's why I would kill gin. Um, also, what's the difference between tonic water and soda water? So tonic water has, qu- I don't want to know this, man. I don't <laughs> No, I knew you would know. That's why I asked. <laughs> so <laughs> we're getting tonic water has. Today. Tonic water has quinine in it. Okay. I don't actually know what quinine is, but uh, apparently it helped with like malaria. So actually the weird origin of gin and tonics is that they would actually give soldiers gin. Um, oh no, they would want to give them tonic water because it had quinine, which helps with like malaria. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they didn't want to drink tonic water because if you drink tonic water, it is a pretty bitter flavor it's it's not right. fun to just drink so they would mix gin with it so they would literally oh, give okay, them okay. gin and tonics to help them get the quinine they need to help fight off i think it was malaria i could also be wrong about that but it was some kind Which of like just blows my mind the fact that people enjoy drinking gin and tonics because it was originally invented as a way to cure malaria <laughs> right that's not something i would enjoy <laughs> right well i mean i made you gin and tonics and you i mean you yeah you've you, talked yeah. them up before so i don't it was okay it was okay i mean i'll drink it if there's not really any other options present i mostly drank it to you know to not hurt your feelings i enjoyed it i really did enjoy it but it's not gonna be my you know first choice i that i think that's a i, mean, I think that's how it is with most drinks i make <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like, right, well, right. <laughs> Eli tried, so we'll drink this, and then exactly, most are... right? I'll choke this down just because I like him. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would kill gin. Um, I would, I would marry tequila, and then I would fuck vodka because of those three favorites. If I had to pick, I would say tequila is probably my favorite. Um, mostly just because, like, my yeah, a shot of like cold tequila, like uh, Patron or something is really good i think um nah. i don't like i don't like margaritas but man a, a good tequila goes down like water man it's so smooth uh, so i maybe i just haven't had it like i was actually having this conversation the other day because my girlfriend really likes tequila and you know we drink pretty bottom shelf tequila and just drinking it by itself man i'm like this is fucking gross and it's that agave now we only buy tequila with the agave because i i don't yeah. think it's tequila if it doesn't have agave in it Sure, um, but, sure. e- but even that flavor profile, I just don't think I like. I I do like margaritas because it's one of the few like uh, cocktails that has salt, and I love salt. Oh yeah. So I just really eat the salt. That's really what I'm getting at. Um, that's what I want. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. Did I, I tell mean, you that I went to a a bar that had a uh, I got a like Tecate Mexican beer, but then they served it like they salted the rim of the can and served it with a lime. Like that is fancy, man. <laughs> yeah, if I order, I, I yeah, enjoyed you, it. Yeah, I assume that was probably a pretty like authentic Mexican place. 
Yeah, it was just like a fancy, like swanky cocktail bar kind of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. like that, I think that is a, how, a, you know, like I'm pretty, yeah, because I've had pe- uh, like restaurants do that with Corona where they're salted and like put the lime like directly in yeah. it. Um, and that's a really good way. It also, if some people somewhere, I don't want to say the, the Mexican or Hispanic folks do, but somewhere, somebody, is putting hot sauce in those beers. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Because no, I've um, seen those recipes, and that that seems like a level that I am just too pussy to do. Yeah, no, I couldn't I couldn't do that. Same with the, um, what is the stuff where they put, like, some sort of, like, tomato juice in it or something? Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, Clamato like a bloody, juice or something like that? Just like a Bloody Mary? Or? It's, it's like a Bloody Mary, but it's with beer. Oh yeah, I and have seen those. Yeah, Mexican. those look fucking disgusting too. Yeah, right. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, so question number two, um, and I, I honestly, genuinely don't know this if if there's going to be a good story or not. I'm really kind of hoping there is. If not, I might just cut this question out. Have you ever been fired from a job? <laughs> uh, I've never been fired. I have been let go. Okay. Let go cause just because because of like, um, like downsizing kind of thing or basically. So my family actually owned a video game store in my hometown. What? Yeah. So How that did was I my not know that that was my first job, uh, and it was a good idea. It was a good premise. Um, I worked there. Uh, I was helpful. Um. But when it came just down to it, they had too many people uh, paying bills, and uh, you know they had too many employees to place to pay. So they basically kept on the people who like needed an income at that moment. So it was basically mm, the people okay. in the family who were still like tied up and in investing in it. So gotcha. Okay. It did. How old were you? Uh, I was sixteen. Oh, okay, okay. So, you know, um, I mean, I definitely, I think I did, like, one, there was, like, one day where I kind of fucked something up, but other than that, like, everything went pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty friendly and pretty helpful. Yeah, I'm sure you'd, you'd be awesome at that job. Yeah, like, it kind of sucks, because I kind of wish I was, like, older when that happened, because I think I would have really, like, put a lot more effort into it, and maybe I yeah. could have been, like, a factor in, in helping helping the store but they yeah i mean they had like magic tournaments there game tournaments and it it, it Whoa, was just dude. yeah that's that sounds like right up your alley yeah it was it was just it was a hard thing because the amount of money you have to put into something like that so basically it was like a GameStop, but basically yeah. it was a GameStop where you could actually go over and play all the games that you could buy oh yeah okay, so they cool. had like wow. seven eight nine tvs with like xbox and ps3s and all that shit yeah. hooked up to them so you could actually take a game and be like hey i want to play this game so we would give them like a half hour for free and then i think you could buy more time but you could for like uh-huh. a half hour for free just go sit on a console and play a game and then if you liked it then uh, you could okay. buy it so it was a really That's really good cool. idea yeah it was a really good idea um but i think I assume just the amount of money they had to put into it just really stifled. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, how much overhead they were ever going to make. So it did go under. Yeah. Um, but that was one of the first things. Was I? It actually kind of sucked because I went in on a day off and I was like, "Hey, I'm going to try out some of these old games" because they had like a PS2 there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to fuck with these PS2 games." So I spent like two hours there, 
at the end, somebody pulled me to the side and was like, hey, we're not doing well. Like, you haven't done anything wrong, but we're kind of going to have to let you go. Like, we're... Yeah, okay. Yeah, and it, I was like, okay, okay. And I was like, yeah, I didn't do anything wrong, right? And they're like, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. Like, you, we're super glad that you helped us. And, you know, it's, it's just, you know we're we're letting you and this other person go because like you two are would be okay without this job essentially yeah yeah. Uh, i think i got in my car and like cried for a few minutes and then left because it was the weirdest thing because it felt like i did something wrong but in hindsight i could really realize like no i didn't you know it it was just like the people they kept on were the people with families and bills to pay yeah for sure for sure but the store still went under yeah um so yes so no i have never been and then after that i started working at the company i still work out now and have worked at for six years so okay yeah that's right dang (laughs) yeah so i've never been fired i've i've only been let go gotcha okay i have been fired um oh okay um yeah and it kind of it basically was for doing something wrong too basically what happened was uh i was a senior in high school i was 18 and i worked at culver's i don't know if i ever told you that i hated it man i had that job for like four months what's that what what is it oh culver's it's like a fast food place but like better it's like a step up from fast food where like it's actually like good food um but in a fast food fashion i don't you guys don't have that there no not that i'm aware not in man not in south ohio i have never heard of this Mm. place interesting yeah i know i don't know if i have anything good to compare it to but it's basically like fast food style but it's actually like you know homemade like food types but it it basically felt like it was working at a fast food restaurant but um yeah basically i worked there for like four months and the funny part is like i i worked at pizza hut for like two and a half years and then i got sick of it after two and a half years and there was a culver's opening up and i and i was like yeah i i kind of want to you know quit the and i and actually it was like the summer right before i was getting ready to go off to college so i was like man i don't think i can do a pizza hut one more summer and this culver's is opening up like perfect timing i'm gonna see if i can go work there so i did that and i worked there for like four months before i you know started to hate it and it was just i mean just fast food in general sucks so um it's a hard job god god bless those people so i did that for a few months uh and then it was actually around the same time of uh the uh, when school was getting ready to let out so I was basically like finishing up my senior year of high school um, had the whole summer before I was gonna you know go over to, to college and my senior trip was a trip to Cedar Point and I so I, I asked for the day off of work so I could go to Cedar Point and they didn't give it to me because they're like oh yeah it's graduation weekend we're gonna be super busy we need we need full staff so they didn't let me have the day off and I thought I was so stupid enough to think I could get away with just like calling in sick. <laughs> so I called uh, it. So I, I asked for the day off like a few weeks ahead of time. Didn't get it. The day of I was scheduled to work. I decided to go to Cedar Point anyway because it was a free trip, man. I'm a senior. Live it up. I don't really like this job anyway. So, uh, yeah, I went and then I called in sick and they were like, we yeah, we really need you to come in. Like I was like, I, I, I'm really sick. You don't understand. I was not sick at all. Uh, right. So they uh 
so that they called me a couple more times and I just wasn't answering. I was a real piece of shit. So they called my house phone and I didn't fill my family in on, you know, what was going on. They called right. my house and they got my bless, bless her heart. My sister answered the phone. They called my house phone and my sister and they were like, yeah, is Mitch there? And she was like, no, he's at Cedar Point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I come into work the next day, like sunburnt from being out in the sun all day. And they were like. Yeah, we uh we 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 called your house. We know you weren't sick, <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." They're like, "Yeah, we're gonna fire you." I was like, "Yeah, I deserve that." So I was I was actually I was super bummed about it. Not just I mean I didn't love the job. I was actually I mean gonna work there this summer and then quit anyway. But still, just the fact that I like I don't like letting people down, and it was a real shitty move to you know do that. And I definitely learned my lesson the hard way, but still like, and so like you mentioned, like you, you almost cried. Like I, I did cry because I actually did fuck up and I deserved to be fired. But at the same time, it was from a job I hated. And I actually went back to pizza and they were and I was just like, Hey, can I have my old job back for the summer? And they were like, yeah, that's cool. So, so it worked out really well. It's like I had a job, but yeah, with like no in between time, I was never like unemployed, but still just the, you know, it, it was stupid. Well, I mean, I think, like, when you're that young, when you're, like, 17, 18, working a job, you know, I think, like, a lot of employers do kind of expect you to fuck up um, and do things like that. And it, and it, from what I hear is that, it like, they handled it pretty well. Like, hey, man, like, called your house. Like, we know you weren't sick. Yeah. Like, right, right. And that was the, that, the worst like, part about it because, like, the people I worked for were super nice. I don't I don't have anything bad to say about them. Uh you know, just the environment was shitty. So I do feel kind of like I screwed them over when I totally did. But, <laughs> but the thing Lesson is about learned. those kind of jobs, man, is there's going to be another 18 year old who needs a summer job and they'd love it. And, <laughs> yeah, and, you're right. And seasonal jobs work really well because they could run lower shifts in the winter. They need yeah, people exactly. in the summer. So it, it just, it works that way, you know? And I think like you handled it pretty well, but just being like, you know what? You're right. Like, you're not like, no, I was really sick because those people, <laughs> that's a shitty person. But you were like, yeah, exactly. I, I, like, okay, like, yeah, you know, I'm so, like, you're right. Like, it, owning up to it is is a sign of maturity. So, yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> but denying so. it, so because I've met those people who still deny it when you're like, yeah, bro, literally right here, <laughs> I have you right. lying to me. So. <laughs> So, yeah for sure so yeah that's it. uh so yeah that was that story super embarrassing but oh well shit happens life goes on yeah. um you turned out okay so, i think it's okay yeah i guess i guess i turned out all right <laughs> uh question number three uh if your house was on fire speaking of firing if your house was on fire what would you go back to grab you know what what would you want to save if there is there any like particular item that you would want to take with you to save like short of like you know animals or you know girlfriend (laughs) assuming they're safe you go back in the house for one more thing what is it so i'm really weird about stuff like that like i would want to say like maybe my computer because i have like all this work and stuff on here or you know i you know i have like a little bit of a video game collection going you know thanks to you um <laughs> and um you know I want to save things like that but I'm really weird about material possessions like if if I had like if I had the old lady with me and we were each holding one of our cats and our <laughs> apartment was on fire and I knew everybody was safe I don't think I would feel the need to run back in and grab anything yeah 
because mm-hmm. I would ha- I would have to I would have to put myself in danger to go get some material thing. I don't like there's documents like yeah obviously like if we could both have our birth certificates and social security cards yeah, and all that right. kind of shit. Uh, that would be really good because those suck to lose um, to get back. But in the same sense, it's just like I'm I'm okay with the finality of something like that with being like okay, like we lost everything, let's restart. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I mean that right. it wouldn't be a good feeling because I have a bunch of artwork from all my friends. Like I still have artwork from ex girlfriends. Oh yeah, yeah. So like I that I I and I I appreciate those just because they do mean a lot to me. So like I wouldn't want those to go up in flame. Our uh American flag is actually from uh Charlotte's uh dad that was in the military. So that's mm, his okay. flag that he yeah, got. Wow. So like, you know, we have like mementos and shit, but I guess it would just it's like I said, if I had my old lady with me, we're each holding one of our cats, I just can't see giving her the other cat and running in to be like, I'm getting my Xbox. Like, <laughs> Right, right, exactly. Yeah. I gotta get I the Wii. I say the Xbox. <laughs> like, you know, like, why? Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah, like, we're exactly. both okay. No, I think I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I think I'm on the same page. I don't have any, like, you know, crazy, awesome, like, family heirlooms or anything like that. Um, I, the, yeah, the, I think if I were, the only thing I would, try to grab is like you said my computer just because there's so you know some you know creative type stuff on there that i wouldn't want to lose like you know song ideas that kind of stuff but i mean for the most part my songs suck anyway so if i had to start over i'd be all right (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah uh, i know that feeling pretty much just that computer so everything else is all right it's insured so I mean, that's what I would say. I'm like, honey, we're okay. Like, I'm, I mean, why, why, why risk it? Like, we're going to probably, because I will say, like, man, like, I don't know how thorough insurance companies are, but I could be like, oh, yeah, that interface was probably like $300. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I had like a, I had like a $400 TV in there, you know? It's like, we can get this shit back, you know? Yeah, but, exactly. But having us and our animals and like, yeah, I mean, it would, you know, I might try it. Uh, I mean, something may hit me in the moment, but, you know, because, like, the art that all my, all these people I've known have made, I can't really replace that. Yeah, yeah. I can't really go to my ex-girlfriend and be like, hey, do you remember that painting you did? Do you, do you <laughs> like, because that's weird. But it's like, I have it because, yeah, like, I appreciate when people make art. So, like, e- even though they're maybe not my life anymore, it's like, well, they still took the time to make this art for me. So that makes it very yeah, important yeah. to me. Um, yeah, for sure. So those those would be kind of hard to let go. That's an interesting question. Yeah, no, that's that's cool. Yeah, I thought so. Like I said, I have a, I have a couple guitars, but they're not very they're not expensive. They're not, you know, they're they're not yeah, they're I, easily replaceable. I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I have a bunch of twenty dollar guitars. Like they don't mean shit to me, really. <laughs> exactly. Right. So yeah. Okay. Cool. That was it. That was my lightning round for cool. uh, for the day. So good stuff. All right, Mitch. Let's get into the undisputed favorite part of the episode. Yes. <laughs> what you drinking? All right. I am drinking. This is from a brewery called The Devil's Trumpet Brewing Company. Yes. In Mer- in Merrillville, Indiana. Yes. And I, I'm telling you, I literally only bought it because it had a cool can. Um, 
this is the can artwork it's like graffiti style it's super like new age and the beer is called hashtag trying to be cool <laughs> dude that can fucks that's literally the only reason i bought it yeah it's up and also yeah the, the devil's trumpet that is a cool name for a brewery <laughs> that is so really based cool. on that alone i picked this um, up so and it's a uh, it's a new england style ipa oh okay i wonder what is so new englandy about it you know, I don't know. I wish I knew, yeah, more about that. So, um, I'll, I'll I'll do a I'll do a slight plug so people kind of know where. Well, actually, we didn't really address it too much, so that's fine. Uh, so in my hometown, there is a brewery. Uh, it's called the Devil's Wind. Mm, okay. Which is a which is kind of a cool name. Uh, but what is also kind of interesting about that so the town i'm from is famous for one of the biggest recorded i think it is the biggest recorded tornado in the u.s yeah ever <laughs> hit my hometown Pe- people are probably going to figure that out pretty soon it's it's zinia from. <laughs> yeah it's the it's, okay boom, there it is <laughs> yeah it's the 1974 tornado in zinia yeah, yeah but this brewery opened up a couple years ago called the devil's wind and what's kind of interesting is all the stuff they have on the walls is actually like news articles and actually like memorabilia and shit from that tornado. Whoa. That so is really cool. Yeah, so there's actually like a poster about like uh Xenia. Like there was this slogan that they coined afterwards, like, you know, Xenia will rebuild, you know, Xenia will live, Xenia strong kind of stuff. So they have mm-hmm. that kind of shit up around the brewery. And you could okay, see that's like super cool. You could see the mayor at the time. Who actually I dated the granddaughter of the mayor at the time. Nice. At one point. I think. Oh God, I don't want her to listen to this. <laughs> what the fuck? But <laughs> I think that's what it was. Uh you know, there there was a bunch of clocks that stopped at the exact time of the tornado because it was so big, the it it fucked up magnets. <laughs> yeah wow okay so all these clocks and you know and shit just stopped at the exact time the tornado hit so they have some of those clocks up that i want to visit this brewery because this whole idea sounds like ominous as fuck especially the name like devil's wind like yeah it's it's pretty cool because like that's the thing with xenia it's 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 kind of this weird joke where we're all like you know I mean, it's a Midwestern thing, too. When there's a storm out and a tornado out, you roll outside and you're all, like, watching it yeah, until the very yeah. end. Um, so, you know, that happens. Yeah, non-Midwest people probably might be a little, like, weirded out by it. Like, hey, remember that time all that people, all those people died? <laughs> We're going to make a joke about it in our brewery. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and I think there was only, like, there wasn't. I think, weirdly enough, there wasn't that many people who died in that, but it leveled mm-hmm. the town. I mean, like, fucking destroyed the entire town. Right. Um, but it is a weird thing of, like, Xenia ends being, like, weirdly kind of proud of the tornado because we're just like, yeah, well, we have the biggest recorded uh, tornado in the history of the United <laughs> States roll through this bitch, and uh, we're yes. rocking and rolling. <laughs> uh, people yeah, do a lot of meth well, here. about all we got going for us. Yeah, I was saying, people do a lot of yeah. meth or whatever, but, you know, that that's not because of the tornado. <laughs> so Right. <laughs> Could be, could be. So I just went to one of our local pizza places. There's all these pictures I never noticed of all these famous people that ate at this pizza place, like back in like 
eighties or nineties. Like there's Mickey Rooney and fucking like Bill Bixby that played the Hulk, what? the incredible Hulk yeah, in the eighties. And like all these people that ate at, at ate at this pizza place, so huh, that's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm still skeptical. I'm like, you're telling me Mickey Rooney didn't have anything <laughs> fucking better to, to do, right? Right. Than hang out in pretty much Dayton, Ohio. Like that just sounds. Uh, no, that's funny. Actually, if I ever open a, a pizza shop or anything like that, I'm gonna post like like hang up pictures of just like celebrities and pretend they ate at my establishment. Like just fucking <laughs> Photoshop like Shaq and all. The, yeah, just... right. Photoshop. Like... Shaq's out here. You're at Shaq's table, dude. <laughs> You're at Shaq's table, bro. <laughs> yeah, he loved this place, man. Yo, this is his booth. <laughs> um, so what I am drinking, Rheingeist's Truth. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, pretty much their their standard IPA, but this is one of the few IPAs I like. Yeah. No, Truth is good. Yeah. yeah. And and the other, like I said, the the last beer last episode, I don't know if it was actually an IPA or not, but I did enjoy that. It tastes a lot like an IPA. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. glad I got this because, like I said, this is an IPA I like. So, dang man, all right, you get like it's two IPAs in a row, two episodes in a row, man. You're coming around IPAs, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Hey, for for a dude who doesn't really like IPAs, Rheingeist's Truth, that is a good IPA. I reckon. That's that. absolutely, absolutely. So. Okay, we took a short break. Uh, we had a very long discussion about hats, and we thought, man. This is fucking enthralling. We're going to include everybody in this. Yeah, so you guys get to enjoy this with us because, man, hats are fun to talk about. (laughs) Dude, if there is anything that I ever want to talk about in life, it is hats, all right? (laughs) So you could wear them forwards and backwards and sideways and tilted. It's great. Top hats, trucker hats, visors. (laughs) Top hats, trucker hats. Whatever the season, there's a reason. fedoras, (laughs) commodores. So the whole the whole thing is is that I had this weird thought. I was like, "Has Mitch been wearing a hat this whole time?" Sure enough, he has. And I realized he was wearing it backwards. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna grab a hat and wear it backwards too." But then I was like, "Whoa, this actually feels really good for recording." Weirdly enough, and then I was like, "Wait a minute, I don't know what hat he's wearing." So I thought, "Hey, live on mic, we're gonna reveal what hats we're wearing." Because that'll be a really fun time for the listeners. Why not? I don't know. You clicked on the episode. You get to listen to it, motherfucker. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to it, don't don't click on the episode. So, Mitch, uh, please be the first to reveal your hat and sure. show me what hat you are wearing. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, hats off to Eli for coming for coming up with this idea. <laughs> okay. Well, now you're just making it bad. <laughs> All right, so I've been wearing a hat this whole time that you've only been able to see the back, so I definitely understand why you don't know understand what it is. Um, but the back says Ball U, and the front has a cardinal on it. This is the hat for the Ball State Cardinals in Muncie, oh. Indiana. So I did not go there, but my uncle did. He gave me this hat. Actually, cool story. I traded him hats. Uh, oh, I was wearing cool. a Landshark Lager hat one one day, and he was like, I really want that Landshark hat. And I was like, well, I really want that Ball State hat. So we were like, we'll make this happen, Captain. So, <laughs> so he gave me this. Midwestern conversation. <laughs> Man, I want that Landshark hat. Yeah, man, I want that Ball State hat. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, he shit, gave me man. this. He gave me this. And then uh, also, that I is, wanna, yeah, it's, cool. it's one of my favorite hats because my uncle gave it to me, my Uncle Mitch. And also, uh, my dog chewed the the headband a little bit. So, it's got some some real character to it. So <laughs> Right. There we go. Um, so, so, is that their baseball team? No, just the college mascot. I mean, they're, they're, they're the Ball oh. State Cardinals. 
Oh, it's just their mascot. Okay, I yeah. kind of forgot how college worked for Yeah, right? <laughs> in regards to sports. Uh, no, yeah, that is really cool. Uh, so, fun tidbit, uh, you know, in, like, medieval times or even, I think that's maybe even too far back. Uh, so, if you if you are named after somebody as their namesake, so whoever you're named after is actually obligated to take care of you for the rest of your life. I don't is know that, if you know is that. Is that a fact? Uh, it, well, it was regarded as a tradition at one point. Hmm, I don't think okay. it is now. But, like, for example, your uncle, Mitch, who you're named yeah. after, technically, he's supposed to take care of you for the rest of your life. After your parents. What about my parents? Oh, after you mean after my parents are gone? Like, <laughs> yeah, not like in replace of your actual parents. Okay, well, that's good. Well, I was just going to say, in that case, if I ever have kids, I'm going to name them Eli, so you have to raise them. Like, I don't want this kid anymore. Here you go, man. It's your it's your civil duty. <laughs> yeah, right. I tried these this kid thing for a while. I wasn't really feeling it. That's why I gave it the name Eli, so I had a plan B. I had an out. That's hilarious. Anyway, that was boring as fuck. So, Eli, what kind of hat are you wearing? All right. Well, I'm going to flip her around. And I am wearing my one and only. <laughs> Turn it back around. You look so white trash. Oh. <laughs> Damn, bro, this is how I went out today. <laughs> Did you go out like that? Yeah, you uh, gotta do me like that, all right, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. Just you, uh, I, You're not a hat guy. I never see you wearing hats. Well, with the headset, I look like I'm fucking commentating on NASCAR. <laughs> That's what I was just so gonna say. I think it's the headset. Wearing the uh, Kyle Harvick number 88 hat, Eli Miller. <laughs> yeah. Dale Jarrett, turn three, is passing around Jeff Gordon. Uh, no, okay, J-E-T-S. All right, right on. Uh, so I am, I am wearing, yeah, yep, yes, you're right, yep. I'm wearing my New York Jets hat. Uh, I'm going to flip back around because Mitch's right. I definitely look like I'm narrating NASCAR. Um, oh, God, get this back right. Okay. Uh, yes, one of the few sports hats I own. Uh, I, I actually do think a girlfriend got it for me. I don't remember which one. So if you listen to this, uh, if you want to let me know, I'll 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 thank you again. <laughs> just thank uh, all I, of them while we're at it. it. Let me just say, if you were an ex girlfriend and you got me something, I has I still have it and use it. Like I promise, a hundred percent. So if you ever thought that those financial decisions went to waste, <laughs> I promise you they did not, because I still have it somewhere and I still use it. Yeah, sure, cool, cool, yeah. I don't think I, I can do say gifts. the same because my ex girlfriends didn't give me very good gifts, so I was I. Yeah, I have, yeah, I had like away. a weird run where like every girl I've dated was really good at gift giving, That's so they've good, always man. got me yeah. really cool shit. And I, like I said, I still fucking use it. Trust me, it's around here somewhere. Yeah, good, good, man. I think yeah, I had the opposite happen where even like when I got them, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna hold on to this for probably a few months. <laughs> Thank you. Man, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh. As you're like throwing the card away. Right. Oh, thanks, man. Oh, thanks. Oh, that's really... Appreciate you, dude. Uh, an <laughs> avocado. Oh my god. That that joke was for Erica. She's gonna get it. Nobody else will. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I wondered. I'm like. <laughs> All right. So that was our bit about hats. Dude, we're 40 minutes in. We have fucked this up bad. Okay. Well, that was all that. Sorry, guys. Uh, so. When we last left Mitch in Indiana in 1983, or sorry, when we last left George Michael. Yeah, George Michael in Wabash, Indiana. Yeah, so when we last left George Michael, heading back to Wabash, he uh, he was in the, the cab of Doug Demidone's truck, 
uh, back to Wabash, full of pork rinds, just overflowing with pork rinds. Got a big old load of pork rinds uh, to get to the hungry people of Wabash. <laughs> um, so, so Mitch has obviously uh, encountered a creature, a uh, pretty pretty scary creature. Um, if you've watched Stranger Things at all, you probably know what it is. Um, but Mitch, Mitch is trying to. He he was on his way to Hawkins to try and uh, help look for Will Byers. Unfortunately, uh, it has been made clear to him that they found Will Byers' body. Uh, but Mitch can't let that go. Um, so we're on our way back to Wabash. Mitch is kind of trying to assess the situation, trying to figure out what he should what he should be doing. Um, so. Uh, we're in the cab of the truck. Uh, Doug Demidone kind of reaches over to the radio, uh, kind of like uh, turns turns over to a country music station, and kind of kind of turns the volume down. But you could definitely hear the subtle twang of guitar and and the subtle racism uh, coming through the speakers <laughs> um, <laughs> as you're driving. And uh, he kind of goes, uh, "Well, well, some something's been bothering me there, George." It's yeah, been getting what's, my goat. What's that? What, what, what's got your goat there, Doug? Well, you, uh, you, you, you've been, you've been, you've been talking, you've been talking about a creature. You saw a creature out there. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean by creature? I don't know, man. At first, I thought it was a deer. It was like, uh, it, it was kind of walking on all fours. So I, I you know, it just kind of came out in the middle of the road. So I had, I mean, I slammed on my brakes. That made me basically crash into this tree. Um, but then, yeah, as I was getting a little closer, man, I swear to you, and I, I know this sounds crazy, but I swear, I thought I saw it stand up on its hind two legs and start walking like a human. So like that, you know, it's not deer like at all, man. I, I so I don't think it was a deer. And I know you're not gonna believe me, and that's fine. But still, man, I, I saw something and. I just can't shake it. Hey, hey, man! No, that's a that's a, I've been I've been I've been long hauling for twenty years. I've been I've been moving pork rinds probably <laughs> when you were a twinkle in your daddy's eye. <laughs> I've seen a lot of weird shit out here. Uh, so, some of the, that sounds like some of the women that I meet back at the truck stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. Who knows? Them lot lizards. Have <laughs> you ever seen a lot lizard? Then uh, that sounds pretty accurate. You have me. Hey, you're all right, George, man. I don't mind you too much. So just just at the end of this conversation, um, the lights in the cab flicker. Oh, no. Uh, the headlights kind of flicker a little bit. Uh, Doug doesn't pay it too much, never mind. Um, so you're still booking on down, and you keep going, and then it happens again. This time Doug notices, and he's like, what the hell? And he's kind of like punching on the cab of the roof, like trying to get the lights to work, and lights are flickering pretty heavy now. And all of a sudden, boosh. So all the lights go, the engine sputters off. Hmm. So now the semi kind of rolls kind of to like a, kind of like a long stop. Kind of just just stops and kind of engages his brakes. So you hear the of the brakes. Yeah, the like, air brakes. Well, what if the hell, George, are you, George, you got any X, are you Okay. Yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm all right. I'm just uh, okay. I'm a little a little on edge right now for obvious reasons, but you know, I'm here. Yeah, well, don't don't worry about too much. I don't I don't know. I'm, I've never had this happen or anything. Um, so so George kind of starts to he, he 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 turns off the truck, turns it all the way off, and he starts kind of fiddling, doing some some trucker shit. He's kind of like fiddling under the his wheel, kind of like looking around at his cables, just figuring out what's going on. 
So eventually he uh, kind of throws the keys into like an accessory mode, fiddles with a few cables, and sure enough, boom, headlights. Bright and gleaming. Okay. Cool, cool. Okay. Back in business. Back in business. Like, oh, there's lights. But then he looks out and in the silhouette, probably about 15 feet in front of the truck, there is the creature that has been following you this entire time out in Jesus, front of the truck. Man. And and Doug just kind of has like a what in the hell what is is this creature you're talking about George? <laughs> that's that's the one man I told you. Well, goddamn, I I got time for this. So in the back behind him, on sort of the back of his cab, he has a he has a pump action shotgun. So he goes Ooh. ahead and grabs that shotgun off. It's already loaded, so he just 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 a heavy just. Cocks that thing. He kicks open that George, and he's like, George, there is a pistol in that glove box. I want you to grab that pistol out of that glove box. All right, I want you to hold on to it. I want you to just open your door. You just stand right outside there. You ain't got to come close. You just stand right outside the door, and you just watch me. All right, I got your back. I got your 20. Okay, okay. All right, so so George opens. Uh, you open up the glove box, and sure enough, there's a there's kind of like a snub nose revolver like a Smith and Wesson snub nose revolver in there. So you grab it, uh, you know, you know, you know a little bit about guns. So you kind of like, you know, check it. It's definitely loaded. So you go ahead and cock that thing. You kind of kick open your door and you kind of just step out. So you're not all the way out. You're not like out, you know, in the road, but you're definitely like leaning out of the truck with your pistol. Okay. So that's where you're at. So Doug kicks open his door. He strolls on out there, and he's like, hey, motherfucker, I got rides to deliver. <laughs> what you doing out here? And the and the creature kind of, like, turns its head to Doug and just has, like, a kind of Ooh. just a big scream, and the tendrils yeah, yeah. Of, its, of its face kind of open. And Doug kind of has, like, a, holy shit. <laughs> well, that's... That's pretty damn weird. <laughs> yes, I ain't seen that every day. I seen a lot, I, I deliver a lot of pork. This is a first. So uh, Doug kind of decides to. So Doug kind of leans back and just just pops a shot off with a shotty. Just kind of leans back and he's like, "Hey!" Just fires a heavy shot. Just cocks. The, I mean, this is, this is a heavy ass shotgun. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. he he just fires a shot and then it and then the creature kind of like ducks down a little bit and he's like. Let's out another big scream and kind of he kind of turns more towards your direction. So then, on that time, you notice the creature kind of decides to go for you. So then the creature reverts back to like all fours and starts pummeling towards you on your side of the cab of the truck. What are you gonna do? I mean, I got that gun on me, and uh, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've shot my fair share of guns, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it all it's got. I'm gonna give him hell. All right, so you're gonna, I'm gonna try light and that go. motherfucker up. So you're gonna try and go for a shot of your pistol, um, Mitch. Will you go ahead and do a shoot roll for me? So you are going to have plus two to this. So go ahead and give me a, a shoot roll. Okay. And oh, plus two. Plus two, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, so you're able to pop off a couple shots. You just... You know, cock the hammer again. Get a couple shots. So you're actually able to catch 
catch this creature and actually a wound it already has. Hmm. So it seems to already have some sort of big laceration or cut across its chest. So you're actually able to catch one of your shots, hit it right in that wound. And hmm. right when you hit it in that wound, it stops running towards you and it just, just kind of like falls back and stumbles back a little bit. Uh. And then it kind of resorts back to its upright state. And now you can tell it's kind of pissed and it just sort of roars in your general direction. So when that happens, so Doug Dimmadone, so Doug Dimmadone kind of decides that he's had enough. So Dig, Doug Dimmadone kind of rolls over with a shot, and he's like, "Hey!" And the creature turns, and when he does, he probably six inches away from this thing now, with his shotgun just right in its open tendril mouth, just lets go a shotgun blast right in its face. Mm, so you, just, just fucking rocks him. So, does that. He kind of cocks Light it up like a Christmas tree, Doug. <laughs> Light it up. up like a Christmas tree. So, he kind of cocks the shotgun again. When he does that, the demon, the, the creature kind of falls back and kind of trips on itself and kind of stumbles back up and on all fours again, kind of just looks and kind of just has like a hissiness to it. Just like, <laughs> just like, a, just like a real pissed off hiss and, and actually trollops back into the woods, just away from you guys. And then so... Doug and the and the smell of gunpowder and and bullet casings now around around the the you know where you guys were fighting kind of just has a well that was pretty weird there George I don't really know what to make of all this um why don't we go yeah, ahead man, and get back I to camp and head I, back I wasn't lying I wasn't lying to you I wasn't just giving you some careless whispers man I'm telling you the truth man. <laughs> oh, I see what you, I see what you did there, George. That's pretty funny. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and hop back and hit back. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> yeah, no, me neither, man. But I don't want any more of it. Let's get out of here. Yeah, I don't really want to fuck with that thing. So you guys hop back in the cab. Uh, you know, George kind of like does one last final like check on his on a shoddy. Kind of puts it back behind him in the little holder. Uh, he says. uh Hey George, why don't I don't want you to hold on to that pistol while we're driving, because uh, I've been down that road before, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know rounds have this funny thing of just going off. So why don't you go ahead and put it back in my glove box there for me? Sure, I put the safety on back in the glove box. There you go. Okay, close up the glove box. That. Okay, so you're good to go. Your weapons are sort of holstered. Uh, so then you go ahead and just he he starts it back up, drops it in the gear, and then you guys are back off to Wabash. <sighs> All right. So. You've been driving for a while, so you're just on the outskirts of Wabash. So you're you're coming back into town, essentially. Um, and you know, um, so uh, so Doug here kind of kind of leaves leans over, and he's like, "Well, it was good seeing you, George. Uh, you know, I'm glad I got to help you. I, I you know I don't really know what the hell that was out there. Uh, you know, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna ha- go ahead and drop you off. Uh, I th- didn't you? I think you said you lived on Hill Street. Yeah, Hill Street. Yep, yep, that's the one. Yeah, it was like East Hill. You live over across from the river. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I know right where that's at. Okay, I'm gonna go drop you. I'm gonna go drop you off there. So you guys, well, kinda I appreciate d- that, Doug. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem, man. So you kind of drive through the middle of town, and he drives you more on the on the outskirts on the right side of town. So you live on a you live on East Hill Street, uh, across from the river. Sure, so you sure. Kind of have a modest house, not a super great house, but a you know modest house across from the river, and kind of like its own little cul de sac. 
So he kind of pulls up, not into your cul-de-sac, but definitely on the outskirts, just on the main road. And he kind of, uh, he kind of, you know, pulls over to the side, you know, stop, stops the truck, and he just says, uh, "Well, George, I must say it was nice to meet. It was an inter- interesting night. Uh, I'll definitely have to tell this story around the old, uh, you know, watering <laughs> hole, if you know what I'm saying." Oh yeah, absolutely, Doug. It was great meeting you too, man. Thanks for having my back back there. We uh, we made a pretty good team. So uh, happy trails. Okay, so go ahead and make a roll for me. This is going to just be a roll-on-roll thing, so just make a roll for me. Mm, Minus one. Okay. So he says, well, you know what, George? I will admit you were able to to take that revolver and and pop a shot right where we needed it. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and give you this gun. Out of this glove box, okay? I said, I got one rule. So you're a young man. Got your whole life ahead of you. You cannot use this gun to ruin that, okay? You only okay, use God. it when you need it, George. Okay, well, I really appreciate that, Doug. That means a lot, man. I'll hold on to this. Uh, I'll, I'll keep it safe. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, man, yeah, that means a lot. All right. Well, no problem, George. Go ahead and add gun to mm-hmm. your extras. Cool. Well, go go ahead and just put, like, revolver. Okay. And your extras. So we'll put revolver, and he hands you a box of ammo, too. Okay, cool. So he kind of loaded you up. Okay, and he's like, all right then, George. Well, all right, man, we'll be safe. Figure out what you need. Hope you get your car fixed. I got to go deliver these rinds and uh, hit the old trail. I'll see you yeah, later. Yeah, absolutely, Doug. Well, yeah, thanks so much. Enjoy safe travels. And, uh, yeah, if you ever make it back to Wabash, man, uh, just uh, wake me up before you go-go, you know? <laughs> oh, God damn it, George. I see what you did there. Man, you, I'm full of them, man. I'm full of them. You you a funny <laughs> cat, man. All right, I'll see you. And he just does, like, the, the trucker, like, <laughs> on his <laughs> horn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pulls around and goes. But as he, he so he's he's driving it back away, back towards the center of town. But when you see that, you all of a sudden see a, a car uh, flip its lights on. And then it kind of like pulls out from the side of the road and, and starts to follow uh, Doug. Uh, and it's kind of like a black uh, sedan kind of four door car. And it has no markings on it. it. It has window tents. I mean, you could barely make out the car at all besides the headlights, but it. Decides to go ahead and follow follow Doug back into the center of town. Um, so that's the last thing you see is as Doug leaves. Mm, okay. Oh no. So now at this point, this is where it really opens up for you. So you're you're back uh, in walking distance of your of your house, um, but this is the whole town. This is Wabash, as close as I can get it. Nineteen eighty three. You could really do whatever you want, whatever you think your character would do at this point. I feel like I'm still kind of drawn towards Hawkins. I, I kind of want to f- try to figure things out, maybe go home, get a good night's sleep, get plan B. I'm going to head home for now. Okay. Okay, so you're going to go ahead and head home. So you walk yeah. the the lonely streets of your cul-de-sac, um, kind of just replaying the events in your mind, you know crash in your car the strange creature um that was almost man-like that you know luckily you know having Doug by your side was able to to help you fend off and 
you know, Will Byer is actually being dead. And, you know, you have all this kind of going through your mind. So you kind of walk the lonely walk back into your cul-de-sac. You find your house. Uh, You go ahead and enter into the house through your room. You know, your parents are obviously asleep. So they don't really, they're pretty heavy sleepers. They don't wake up through a whole lot. So you go ahead and walk up to your room, you know, find your bed, crawl into your bed and fall asleep. So since you're going to sleep, your refresh rate is going to go ahead and go back up to three. Yes. So you want to make that three again. And then the I lived in different cities aspect, mm-hmm. you could go ahead and erase one of your check marks, check marks and put that back as an empty box. Okay, okay. Uh, that was really it. You actually didn't suffer any damage or anything, so you were okay. You made it through that pretty cool. well, uh, minus a few small lacerations, which just, mm-hmm. you know, because of your your physique and your toughness, you know, you don't really care. They're going to heal up in the morning, so you're not worried about it. Okay, so you wake up You wake up in the morning. Uh, your your mom seems to be cooking some kind of breakfast. It's Saturday morning, and you slept in pretty late. It's like 11.30 a.m., um, about about 11.30 in the morning on a Saturday. So you slept in pretty hard, but your parents know that you do that on the weekend. Sure, uh, sure. So nothing nothing insane. So you come come down the stairs, uh, down into the living room. Your dad's over there reading the paper, kind of just sipping coffee. And he kind of has a look who finally woke up kind of look on his face uh, seeing you. Uh, you see your mom in, in the kitchen cooking breakfast. Uh, so I, I'll leave this part pretty heavily up to you. What do you want to do? Do you want to stay and hang out with your family? Do you want to go ahead and hit the road? What do you want to do? No, man, I'm I'm hitting the road, man. I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm, I still feel like my, my mission's not done yet. I, I still feel drawn. I, I got to get, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I got to get out of here. Okay. Okay. So you walk over to the front door, you kind of pick up your jacket where you left it last night you kind of look back into your home and, and see your family and you, and you do have a sense of, of, uh, remembrance and, and love for your family and all the good memories that you have, but you feel very compelled at this point. So since your family knows how you kind of are, you know, they don't really question you too much, um, at this point, cause they know that you're going to do whatever you want to do. So you kind of just open that front door, shut it behind you. And you go out into the world. So now you're now you're walking down the street or your cul-de-sac. So do, where where do you want to head? Man, because you don't yeah, have I a don't car. Have a car. I'm just kind of yeah. Well, the first thing I'm gonna do, I'll tell you what, man. Um, I'm gonna go get some lunch real quick. I'm gonna stop by the root beer stand. Give me a root beer and some hot dogs. Okay. Is it is this an actual place? Yeah, there is a hot dog stand there called B and K Root Beer. Er, yeah, it's pretty dope. <laughs> Okay. So I go to B and go to the old B and K, uh, and yeah, get, get a couple get a couple dogs in me, get a root beer. Then, <laughs> okay. Do 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 you know what street it's on? It is on Cass Street. I have the town pulled up. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> oh, but you I really have. do? <laughs> nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's on Cass Street. It's uh, it's south of Cass. Yep, I found it. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So you have a you have a pretty decent walk uh, over there on Hill Street. Uh, so you walk down. You walk down the fifteen. 
So you walk across the river. So you end up you end up a B and K root beer. You get some hot dogs. You get some some root beer. Uh, get a brew. Uh, so you're so you're sitting. Um, okay. So this is this is this is packed. <laughs> Saturday lunchtime. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, not resembling the picture at all. So. This is fucking packed right now while you're at it. Okay, you're you're eating your stuff. So there there are actually uh, benches in between these um, parking there spaces. Are. Um. So at, at this time frame, you know, it's bad ninety three yeah. more popular right. than this empty picture <laughs> we're looking at. Uh. So yeah, you're you're eating at some benches here in um in eighty three. Uh. You know, just sitting eating your stuff, doing your thing. So. While you are doing that, you know, oh god, oh god, I knocked things over. So you're eating while you're doing that. Uh, you can tell I'm stalling. <laughs> I'm trying to. I I I was hoping you would do something like this, but I'm trying to figure out how to work something in organically. I was kind of hoping to run into another so, trucker that is headed south on 15. <laughs> hint hint. <laughs> Hoping I could hitch a ride. So, you notice a girl that's a little bit younger sitting a few benches away from Hot. you. So, they're like these big picnic tables, right? So, you're at a table by yourself. There's a few tables in between you that are full of, like, younger people. Okay, and hold on. Uh, I, we're going to do how big are the boobs. I'm going to roll, and I rolled a zero <laughs> for boobs. So, I'd say, well, that's a, man, that's a B. She's got bees. She's probably got a B cup. Pro- yeah, probably probably a B cup. Um, also, I'm gonna go ahead and give it, it, this character's 14. Um, well, I'm only 17. So, so <laughs> I mean, true, you are only 17. So that <laughs> feels kind of weird, but you're right. <laughs> oh so boy, she, she's sitting this is over there. Incriminating shit, man. <laughs> and she's kind of staring at you. Naturally. She. <laughs> So she's kind of like staring daggers at you, and you can't really figure out why. So you're kind of eating your meal. Uh, why don't you go ahead? All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop screen sharing because I'm going to need to hide some okay. of this from you. So let me uh, stop sharing and uh, go back to my sheet. Okay, so what do you have? Right, why don't you go ahead and do a... Why don't you go ahead and roll an investigate roll on her? So go ahead and do a roll for me. Plus one. Okay. So you're not able to really figure anything out about her. Um, it's kind of hard to read her. Um, you don't see anything real specific about her. She just kind of looks like a young 14 or 15-year-old girl. Um, she kind of, you know, you can notice the basics. She has, like, long red hair, um, brown eyes, it seems. Um, but she's just staring daggers right at you. Hmm. Um. So what? So what do you want to do? You're you're pretty much most of the way through your meal. You still have a little bit left. What do you? I mean, do? I might as well go talk to her, see what's up, see why she's staring at me. Please can't. Okay. Not sure so what you, the fucker deal is. So you uh you you stand up with your tray. You kind of go dump it in a trash can, and you walk down the benches. You walk over to her, and the closer you get, the more that looking at you, you know, kind of angrily almost turns to like fear and surprise and it, and it gets more intense the closer you get. And sure enough, right when you walk right up to her, she's kind of like, what are you doing? And I say, I thought, I thought, I thought I recognize you. Are you not, uh, 
Uh, yeah. I... Uh, no, get down, dummy. So she grabs you and kind of like throws you to the ground. And then when she throws you to the ground, you're, you, you're, I mean, she throws you surprisingly hard for a, you know, 14 year old girl. Like she threw you down pretty hard. So your face <laughs> is kind of down in the she... gravel, but you can see under all the tables and through all the legs, you see a black sedan pull out across oh, the street, shit. across the 15 pulls out and kind of kind of speeds out almost cuts somebody off and speeds out back in the yeah, wabash okay okay so she kind of pulls so she kind of like releases her pressure off of you and she kind of goes like way to go dummy you blew it blew what do you know who those people were well not yet but i've been looking at them i've been tracking them for a while now and they seem to follow you all the way here oh no Yeah. Oh no is right. I put a lot of work in this operation. And she's like, well fine. What do you think they want? Well what's your name, smart guy? My name's George Michael. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, like I know. The, I know. Like the singer? I know it's a whole thing. I know just I don't want to get into it right now. Okay. Well that's weird. Um so I was George Michael first, I'm not gonna change it now. <laughs> okay, so her name. So <laughs> that was her. Oh, okay, okay. So what's your name? That's um, so rude. I didn't even my ask. My name. My name is Violet Vasquez. Hmm. So my friends call me Violet. That mainly that checks out. <laughs> right. That's my yeah, first well, name. My name is George Michael. My friends call me George Michael. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> the black sedan that followed you here didn't have any license plates. Did you notice that? I don't know. I did not notice that. Oh, it's pretty strange. Well, I've been I've been seeing them around my neighborhood, and I've been I've been following them. And and late at night, I I go out and you know see what they're doing. There's at least four or five in town that just kind of seem to veer off and just follow people randomly but you know did you hear about the kid in hawkins that went missing? yeah I, I actually just heard from a trucker my my buddy doug man he uh no we he's dead man he heard, he heard the word on the street of that that guy died well that's what i was afraid of yeah. that's what i've been trying to figure yeah, out man. so there's been missing kids all throughout indiana and it seems like right around the time that all all of them started going you know, missing all these black sedans show, showing up in town. Um, oh shit, man! So I've been suspicious of them ever since. So I've been following around town all the time. And uh, out of all the hot I've dog stands to... in all the cities, you chose this one. <laughs> I don't get that reference. So, anyways, here's the deal, George. I rode my bike here. I got a long ride back, so you and me are going to go back to Wabash, and we're going to figure out where that car went. We got to. We got to. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, so she kind of, like, goes over, and you kind of follow her over to, like, the bike rack. So she gets her bike, and she's like, okay, hop on. And I hop on the pigs. (laughs) Okay, good. So when you do, it kind of, like, it kind of, like, sets her back a little bit, and she's like... Thank you. Had too many hot dogs. <laughs> sorry, <George>. sorry. <laughs> so she kind of starts 
pedaling like kind of struggling to pedal and 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 kind of gets the bike going so you guys are kind of on this very very rickety bike meant for one person (laughs) but you're kind of riding on the back like a 14 year old girl's bike is it kind of like she wobbles trying to pedal you guys down uh highway 15 back in the i was driving an audi yesterday man this shit sucks (laughs) yeah well i had a lot more friends the other day and now they're all missing so suck it up Uh, george life is shit wall to wall then that sounds weird. I don't know what that means. I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Took a short break. So right now, Mitch, a.k.a. George Michael, is uh, riding on the back of a bike of a 14-year-old girl named Violet Vasquez. Heading back into Wabash from the BK Root Beer Stand um, after a interesting lunch. He realizes that a black sedan seemed to have uh, popped up around Wabash, seemed to be kind of following certain people around. Now it seems that people that he interacts with or himself uh, are targets of these sedans. So uh, it's been a few hours. It took quite a while to come across the 15, across the river, and then come all the way back in. So you actually, you guys stop... Uh, at uh, the corner of South Wabash and Main Street. Mm, okay. okay. So, you, so you stop there uh, on the corner. There's various shops around. You know, it's it's 1983 Wabash, man. This place is popping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Popping off. There's people going around doing their business, doing their thing. Uh, so you're kind of at the corner. She finally, like, kind of, like, riding her bike is finally like, Get off! <laughs> I've been riding for hours with you on the back of my bike. I can't do it anymore. We got to walk. So you can decide. I'll go ahead and make a make a decision for you or, or give you the opportunity to make a decision. So you can go ahead and decide to share your story with Violet about what happened. Going to look for Will Byers, the creature, Doug Demidone. <laughs> I just love how he's like a part of the story. Um <laughs> You can make all those, so you can make the decision to tell her that story or not. What do you want to do? Do you want to tell her the story? I mean, yeah, I might as well tell her. It seems like she has some info that I don't know. I feel like if we could kind of compare stories, then we could learn something, you know, get this shit figured out. Okay, okay. So you decide to tell her your story, so you regale her with the tale of everything that you've been through lately. And going to try to go find Will Byers and the creature and the cabin and Doug Demidone. So, she kind of contemplates everything you're telling her and says, Well, it's hard to believe, but it does make sense. Yeah, I mean, I how, how do you think else? I got this revolver, man. Like, it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, everything's true. I got proof. Whoa, you, st- you have the gun? Yeah, it's you have a gun. Right <laughs> yeah, you don't. No, I don't have a gun. I'm 14. <laughs> okay, just Sorry. just 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 put the gun away. Just, no, it's just... it's it's away. It's been away. It's safe. The safety's safety's on. Okay, just just keep the gun yeah. to yourself. Okay, we okay, don't okay. need a gun. Okay, so well, it, it tracks. I've I've recorded uh, strange noises out in the woods outside of town and 
and I've, you know, like I've said, I've been tracking these sedans in town. It's just something's not adding up. I don't think, I think these kids that are missing are, are somehow connected. I don't think they're all, well, you, you heard about, you, you heard about Billy in town, right? No. What about Billy? Who's Billy? Oh, Billy, Billy Rogers. He was a grade below me. He's, he's went missing in town. No way. Dang. So they just found Will Byers' body, and now Billy's missing, and there's all these kids across Indiana. Just, I know it's connected somehow. I know it has to be connected. Gotta be. There has to be something that is uniting this. So she kind of pauses, kind of looks around. You know, it's at this point, it's probably about 2.30 to 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Took okay. you took you guys quite a while to get into town. Um, so she kind of pauses, looks around, she says, Look, my dad works for hold on. I'll probably have to <laughs> d- to deliver that again because I gotta find Isn't there the um fuck, what was it? The historical museum. Yeah, there's a museum. She says, Look. My dad works for the Wabash County Historical Museum. But here's the thing. My dad's not a historian. He's a security guard. He's ex-military. And for some reason, he works the night shift at this museum that's not open, guarding something. That's strange. There's something there. Right? Uh, That's what I've been thinking. So, look. Tonight... You're going to meet me right here on this corner, and we're going to go over. We're going to try and see what's going on inside the historical museum. I think okay, there's something yeah. there. The historical museum the, yeah, you, that uh, is right by the family video that's still in business in 2019. Believe it or not. <laughs> Wait, right. oh, oh, I forgot. We're in 1983. <laughs> Let's go to this brand new family video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I've heard about those family videos. I hear they're pretty good. Yeah, I hear good things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just this—it's this startup. It's really exciting to see what they're gonna do yeah. in the world. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've got uh, yeah Beta Beta Max. They've got uh, the VHS is starting to become a thing. Like, oh yeah, VHS. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I only own a Beta Max. <laughs> you sidetracked me. Anyway, sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. When was VHS invented? I, I yeah, I actually have no I'll idea. I'll cut that out. I have no idea either. I thought uh, I figured it'd be a thing, but all right. No, 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 that's fine. Okay. That's the funny thing is like trying to remember like when things were actually <laughs> right. invented. No, but that, that's so funny. The family video actually is still in business, which blows my mind. Anyway, side, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, in the in just in the third season, they showed the family video like. Of oh really of uh, of Stranger Things? There's a family video in there. Yeah, yeah. When him and oh, Robin go to that video that. store, that's a fa- it. It says family oh, video on the okay, outside. Okay, okay. I might have missed that. That's cool. That's yeah, funny. yeah. All right. Anyways, so that was a weird, nice touch. Anyways, she says, okay, you're going to meet me back here at nine. Okay. On the dot. We're going to come back here and we're going to figure out how to get in there. We're going to see what my dad's been hiding. What my dad is guarding in there. But listen, don't bring the gun. You don't need the gun. Can I bring this axe? (laughs) (laughs) That I still have. Oh, the axe? I thought you said yeah. sax. 
<laughs> Baby, can I bring the sacks? Like, whoa, dude, look, I am 14. <laughs> I just had my no. period like a month ago. I'm discovering my body. All this saxiness needs to Sorry, I'm sorry. I just I just learned the solo from Careless Whispers and I thought you'd enjoy it. That's all. <laughs> That's all. That's just it. Okay, so um she she leaves you with a parting and then she kinda like hops back on her bike and kinda rides off back to, you know, presumably where she lives. Uh so she wants you so it's it's about at this point it is about I I have wasp my pen. I'm being a bad GM. I've lost everything. <laughs> It, oh, it's in my pocket. Okay, so it is about... It, it is 3 p.m. Uh, Violet doesn't want you to be back there until 9 p.m. on this on this exact corner where you're standing to try to uh, break into the Wabash County Historical Museum because her dad works security there, um, obviously, which doesn't make a lot of sense. So she wants to meet you back there to um, try to figure out what's going on, essentially. Sure, sure. So, I think this is a pretty good place to stop, um, just because there's a lot of time. So you can <laughs> e- you can spend the time between three and nine p.m. and decide what you want to do. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we got six hours to kill. What does a seventeen-year-old teenager do on a Saturday afternoon in 1983 in Wabash, Indiana? Let's go to the city park. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you end up walking over to the city park. Um, you kind of sit down on a bench. And uh, believe it or not, you kind of tilt your head back. And you kind of end up falling asleep. Because you are just like tired from the night before. I mean, you got a lot of sleep. But like I said, the, the Will Byers thing and all that. And it's just a really nice November day um, in fall in, in Wabash in Indiana. So... You felt you doze off for a couple hours, so I think here's a good time to like really stop, hard stop. It's going to be six p.m. So in fall, it's you know it's going to kind of start to be dusk around this mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to kind of like wake up and realize like, oh god, I just I just slept out here for a few hours, and that's where we're going to stop. Okay, all okay. right, to be continued. All right, well, um... <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Um, all right, so a little break from that. Uh, let's uh, head in a uh, different direction for now. Um, let's move into the third and final segment, What You Crankin'. Um, how, about, how about you go first? Eli, what you been cranking on? So I have something kind of different. Um, I think I've mentioned them a lot in probably almost every episode uh, or close to it. Um, my favorite band which is the Foo Fighters. Oh, okay, cool. I thought you were going to say Pink Floyd, and I was going to make you take it again because I was just going to edit it out. Yeah, you were, <laughs> you were just like, man, <laughs> fuck you, try again. <laughs> <laughs> Next. <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been listening to a Foo Fighter album called Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. Uh, so good. And it is a fucking phenomenal album. And, uh, yeah, no, I've just been listening to that. And I, I don't really have a whole lot to say. I guess if, like, you're not a Foo Fighter fan, go check out Echoes and, you know, see how it makes you feel. I know for me it almost feels like a concept album about how to deal with loss. 
um, just because it 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 came out around the time that I had a friend pass away, and it just felt like every song was like this weird, like step list of how to kind of deal with loss mm-hmm, of someone mm-hmm. you care about. Um, and I I do know if I ever meet D- Dave Grohl, I'm going to ask him like, hey, when you wrote Echoes, was like death and mortality ever a thing? Because when I listen to it, that's all I hear. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just, it's a phenomenal album. Uh, it's basically like loud rock songs of the foo and then like super soft acoustic songs also mm-hmm. has one of their yeah. few, uh, piano songs. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Super yeah. good. So great. album. I mean, really there's not a whole lot to say. I mean, everybody knows that I love the Foo Fighters and that's probably my favorite Foo Fighter album. So I've just, yeah, I put that on the other day and I was like, damn, this is, um, still just as impactful. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It's huge. Yeah, super, super good album. I'll have to go back and listen to that again. Because, yeah, we, we talked about when we were going through, like, listen to bands' discographies. Like, Foo Fighters is one that I actually did go back and listen to their whole discography, like, you know, beginning to end, and it was phenomenal. It was a really good time. It I changes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, yeah, super cool. I am going to... Yeah, say switch things up a little bit. I didn't necessarily plan on talking about this, but I want to anyway, just because it's, it's, they're better than the band that I had in mind. I've been listening to Talking Heads. I'm going to talk about them for a little bit. Um, yeah. So one album that I have, you know, listened to and enjoyed was, uh, it's actually kind of funny. And the reason I decided to bring it up last minute, Hail Mary, is because the release year, 1983. Holy so what we've been shit. talking about. It was released the year set. So, man, George Michael would have been loving some speaking in tongues by the Talking Heads. And uh, it actually does have a few of their hits on it. So I think this would have been all over the radio at the time. Um, it did have like, I mean, it first track on the album, Burning Down the House. Um, uh, yep. So, so that was like their heyday. Um, so, yeah, really, I mean, phenomenal album, man. Like. David, man, David Byrne does some really cool stuff. And what I like about Talking Heads is like, I kind of like started listening to them because like, I can't remember what, um, I first heard their song like, uh, uh, once in a lifetime. And I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so weird. Yes. That's my favorite Talking Heads song. Me too. Me too. Yes. And every people like it's so ridiculous that it's kind of a meme now, but I genuinely love it. I think it's like so like cool, and uh, man, it's so like avant garde, like especially for what was like you know going yeah. on in the eighties. And but no man, like and and I wish I knew more about them, but I know like Talking Heads are so. Um, influential because like they were all over i mean they they played at like cbgb in new york they're like they were part of like the um you know weird punk like revival of the early 80s that uh man they're they're just such a you know influential band and david Byrne does some really cool stuff so yeah definitely check out speaking in tongues it's pretty dope um yeah I need to listen to more of them. I th- yeah, I think I think the only thing I really have to add is just yeah, Talking Heads have um so they were all like they were all like art students and I think met that way and then they kind of started this band and um I think the part that I've always liked about Talking Heads was like so I I've realized over the years I really like New Wave. So, like, Mm -hmm. Talking Heads would kind of be incorporating that a little bit. Like, The Cure, like, Joy Division. Like, 
it, it, it was like this weird push where it's like if we took punk and then made it more digestible, this is kind of new wave. Right, right. And I really, really dig that because all my friends or anybody that I know that is in like a very super like, you know, punk kind of like kind of hard to listen to kind of band. I'm just yeah, like, man, right? you know, why don't we take this and make this digestible? Like just from, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I'm like, well, that's when you're going to have something. You know, like, and and maybe that's not a fair way to look at it, but I guess it's just how I think about it. Because to me, that's what New Wave was. To me, that's even what grunge was. Like, I felt like grunge was like, why don't we take, why don't we take metal and punk, combine them, and then also incorporate the Beatles and then make it listenable. Yeah, exactly. And then here's grunge, and you know that music's lived on for quite a while, but yeah, like, why I think the Talking Bit, the Talking Heads, in, in particular have this weird quality where it's just like it, it never really fits like all their songs are so different like burning down the house doesn't sound like <laughs> psycho killer and yeah. psycho killer doesn't sound like once in a lifetime and it, it just all never really matches very well it's all very different it's like they were never going to do the same thing over and over again yeah exactly and the only talking heads album i have on vinyl is so interesting it's a live album and I it's kind of I didn't like it at first because they do like all their hits but it's like an acoustic album it's so weird hearing those songs acoustically yeah that's kind of interesting yeah hmm so yeah I have to listen to that (laughs) that's pretty interesting actually yeah it's it's super fun yeah huh huh okay (laughs) all right pretty weird pretty weird suggestions Foo Fighters and Talking Heads we'll have them on the playlist so we'll uh, we'll see absolutely definitely get into it (laughs) all right okay well i'm thinking from this point we'll probably take some kind of a break for at least one probably two episodes of of Mm -hmm. the stranger things rpg so if you're liking it great let us know uh because we'll definitely come back to it um if not then we'll probably finish we could finish it in 20 (laughs) minutes if we really wanted to right right you know um (laughs) so you know i i i really liked it i'm having fun with it so just let us know though uh, but we'll take a break for a while, kind of get back into a little bit more familiar territory, I guess. Sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, very cool. Well, no, that was super fun. I'm glad we did something like that. It was super fun for me. I hope the listeners enjoyed it. I didn't really think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did because, um, like I said, I've never really done D&D but, or, like, the whole fantasy world. But, um, no, especially, I mean... <laughs> I, I enjoyed that it's all like also set in Wabash, so that's like <laughs> kind of fun for me. Probably not the listeners, but um, yeah, yeah, no, it's cool. No, it, it's a really cool niche of uh, you know everything, uh, yeah, fantasy world, but also like oh, this could you know, yeah, it was it was doable, it was digestible. Cool, cool. All right, thank you guys for listening. Uh, yes. Well, uh, Mitch, I I guess that's the end. Until next week. Yeah.